Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Being the boss sucks? No, no, no. Not about work. And, you know, normally I do like to start these things with a little bit of work talk and, you know, what's been going on with us. I don't want to do that this week. Oh, God. Oh. So I much. Feeling. Yes, there's been a lot of a lot of serious stuff and a lot of tragedy this week. The whole entire Nia and Jordan hookup just really grossed me the fuck out. <laughs> I don't. Yo, I can't jack that shit. And I've tried. I've tried. I'm like, yo, why do you even feel this way? Are, are you a hater? I had to ask myself, hey, Malik, you a hater? Now, I'm not a hater. I hated this shit. All of it. This I had a just... lot of love for, for Naya and, uh, yeah. You, you know, I never was a, a huge Naya fan, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here just to, like, just, just shit all over her or whatever, but Yo, I'm not jocking this shit. And, yo let, me, yo, let me ask you a crazy question, right? When <sighs> Na- So, Naya went on this whole entire Jordan rehabilitation tour. We've seen it. Once, uh, once D got fired. And how long ago was that? Was that like a year and a half ago? Maybe something like that? I or was feel that like last almost year? two years. Because Jordan had a two, like a couple season hiatus. So, it was like a okay. two year situation, I think. Let's say for right now, two years, right? If Jordan, okay, so let me ask you if Jordan and Naya have been fucking for two years, does that make this whole entire apology tour and, you know, PR tour that they did, does that make it disingenuous? They, well, she if, said, I mean, if, they said that they no, haven't no, no, no. been hooking up. This is the let's, first time they've okay. hooked up, allegedly. Let's assume they're full of shit. But the thing is, is he was with Tori throughout that time period, too. So and that's can't... right. Nowhere in the history of men anywhere have somebody fucked around on their girlfriend. Uh, Tori would have announced that on the level because she was getting crap Listen, for what she did. You're considering with, too much. Um, what's his face? Let's just consider this one thing. Who did she hook up with? If Fessy. They... Messy okay. Fessy. Okay, but listen. If they have been fucking for two years, does this make the whole PR tour disingenuous? No. No. Because if, because if she's been hooking up with him, if they have been hooking up with them, allegedly, for two years. She was fucking him. She was fucking him. I don't it, care what nobody hey, said. She yeah. was fucking him. Let me they've finish been, talking. They've been fucking. They've Stop been talking. fucking. I'm gonna this is not the you. first time they you're fucked. lucky you're in a different state. I'll this is not the first time they fucked. Okay, tell me, well, tell me you believe that this is the first time they fucked. I don't know. Not. I'm not in their bedroom. I'm not, not gonna assume anything. Anyway, they've let been me fucking. Finish. Let they've me finish. Been fucking. If they've been fucking, if they been if, fucking, if a big fat if if they have been screwing around. It actually makes more sense for her to do an apology tour because she's trying to get her boy over. So to thank him for the the D and him to thank her for the vagine. Like, you know, it makes more sense to do the apology tour if they have been hooking up since day one. But does that make it disingenuous? No, because it's sincere. No, the whole thing is, oh, growth. And forgiveness. Nah, y'all was just fucking. You trying to get and y'all trying to get the shit evened out. Well, okay. They've been fucking. 
This is the first season I've seen him. Maybe, maybe it's because it's an all-star season and he's friendly with 99% of the people there, but he doesn't seem as aggressive and gross as he usually does. Now, mind you, the clothing and the hair is still very gross, but nonetheless, at least we, you know, ugh, at least the porn stash is gone. But um, anyway, um, so in your opinion, your humble Midwestern United States opinion, <laughs> you believe that this is the first time they fucked ever. I give no opinions on when people <sighs> fucked, but apparently, I mean, they looked really cozy from day one in that house. They've been fucking. But let's look at, well, I mean, they're as cozy as MJ and Joanna or Joanna. John A. John A. Damn. Sorry, I messed up her name, John A. Sorry. But Johnny's also been known as a boy crazy kind of girl. But isn't she married? And she's all up in MJ's business. So she's over there braiding his hair. She's protecting him real tight. Now, I don't know. They're snuggling and cuddling a little too much for me to feel like her husband would be okay with that. I don't know if that's all the way true. Hopefully next episode we'll find that out. But this whole thing, this whole thing with Nia and Jordan, to me it seems like they've been fucking. Because think about it like this. If they was going to fuck for the first time, that whole little club night thing leading up into that, there was no, you know, there was no stolen looks, quick little touches. What, they just got home and said, hey, let's fuck? Well, they were snuggling in the bed. But the thing is, is they, they've, they seem very touchy-feely since the beginning. And her talking about, oh, I'm so invested in him. Oh my and God, I want I him to be proud of me. Fucking mouth. Threw up and in I, my fucking mouth. I was like, seriously, that's a little extra. That's a little much. It's so extra because she finally got back. Because she finally got back on the show. You know what this is? Stockholm syndrome. That's what this <laughs> is. That's what the fuck this is. Stockholm syndrome. Is it? No, probably not. Oh my not. god. I'm being dramatic, but yeah. So fucking gross. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. You can't fault the girl for myself. getting. I had to ask her myself. I was just like, damn. Why is this not sitting right with you? Are, are, are you a hating ass nigga? And I had to ask myself. I had to make sure. I had to check myself. Am I just hating to be hating? Or, you know, because I started thinking of the times people fucked and it just seemed wrong. You know what popped up to me? When when Rachel started fucking Joey and Friends. When <laughs> <laughs> when Barney started fucking um, uh, Robin on How I Met Your Mother. Hey, they when, got married. When Aya, when Aya, Aya, um, Ayana? Yes, no. Aya from Real World Cancun. Fuck the guy from Boston. Oh. I think his name was Joey or some shit or some shit like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, when they fucked, you know. And this one, you know, all the time where kind of like, yeah, these people shouldn't be fucking. But you know, all's well that ends well. And that shit was just fucking gross. I'm I sorry. mean, I'm not jacking that shit. I just wanted to get I, that out. I did kind of ick out. And it was a bit cringe for me. I, 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 and maybe it's just with the history of me really not liking Jordan. Uh, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's not working I'm not, very well. Fuck that. Not but trying. I'm trying to be nope. a good, impartial podcast host. And I am failing epically because, yes, it was gross. And the fact that I have to see Kayla on my screen as much as I do. Nah, man. Nah. I, cause, cause listen, I listen. can't. 
the whole entire fucking PR tour. Oh, just allow us grace and forgiveness and we just suck okay. his balls. Like, listen, nah, listen, fam. listen, 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 nah, listen, listen. I'm not jacking that shit. Naya is a flight attendant. Do you know how a much corporate shit? flight attendant? Don't it doesn't don't, matter. Do you know don't how diminish her responsibility? Worse, worse. Corporate guys are the worst. Businessmen are entitled little shits. So she's used to all the crap. So that's where her growth came in is she has to deal with all these jerk offs in this corporate, you know, flight attendant role that now she's grown exponentially. I, I, I see why now she's much calmer because if she was Hurricane Naya in the middle of a air a flight you know what the fuck man that would you be know, terrible I, i'm not a huge fan but man when hurricane Naya was on the screens that was a fucking force you, you know i keep you know i keep picturing i keep picturing like you know one of those backroom scenes and Naya sitting on the black leather couch and then jordan's just like hey so you want to get back on the show right oh Take my god <laughs> you want to get no. back on right <laughs> I'll, no. make you, I'll make you a star, baby. God, please put a little bit. Listen, put a little bit of respect in Naya's name. No, no, listen, I, we've all had hookups that we're not necessarily I, proud of. Listen, I'm being dramatic. I don't. I I, I don't have any less respect for Naya. Actually, oh shit! Shut up. We need no, to start no, the episode. No, I, I don't have any less respect for Naya. And I think this is the time to <laughs> grace and forgiveness while they're fucking. Please, I was grace and forgiveness. And just remember, we're not the same people. Bend over. Like, come on, fam. Come on, fam. I'm not jacking this shit. All right, all right, all right. Did you all right. really go I, low, I, bend I said, over? I said my piece. I said my piece. And I'm ready I just can't. to move on. All right. I'm grossed out. What's really good, posters? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Love, War. Challenges. I am empty. Why am I yelling? Yeah, hold on a second. Because you hyped yourself up, man. You're just super hyped now. I woke up like 20 minutes ago, (laughs) and and I don't know. Well, no wonder you didn't respond to my uh, my text messages until recently. Let me just bring this down. What's really good, pastors? Welcome to another episode of Love War Challenges. I am. MTV Malik. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Dang, gang, dang, gang. Becky, besides that fucking horrifying sex act that took place <laughs> on Paramount Plus, uh, how else, you know, how's your week been? Uh, you know, my week's been pretty solid. Today's been a really irritating day. I work in a service industry in the, in customer service, obviously a call center industry, which let me tell you, today I got every moron on the planet coming on my phones, and it was like raining on my nerves all day. I was like, I need to go home. I'm about to cuss someone out, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can feel you. And I, I've been dealing with uh, like bad reviews. Like somebody would leave us a bad review, and I'd be like, hey, you left us a really bad review. Oh, yeah, because this and the other. But yeah, but that's the way it's supposed to be. You're just a fucking idiot. Like, I like just because you don't like the answer doesn't mean it's not the right answer. Exactly. It's just like uh, I'm the boss, so when you leave a review, like it, it comes to me, and I was there. You're an asshole. So this is where this is over with. Click. 
<laughs> it's just like, like, fuck did you think was going to happen? Uh, yeah, sometimes people are just terrible. Uh, outside of that, um, my week has been fine. There's a lot of terrible things outside of it, you know, coming upon the, uh, the two-week anniversary of George Floyd and the, uh, the horrible events that took place in Texas. Um, you know, this is usually what we say. what happened in Texas. I'm sorry? Heartbreaking what happened to Texas. Yeah, and and usually this is a time when we say thoughts and prayers, and God, it just doesn't seem like... Thoughts and prayers aren't going to cover this right now. We need legislation. We need something in place. This needs to stop. We're not trying to bum you guys out. We do a podcast. Hopefully we can take you... Uh, you know, take you away from some of this, uh, from, from the tragedies that are ongoing. And we get to talk, we're blessed enough to sit here and talk about, you know, our favorite show. So I say, let's uh, go ahead and do our job and do that. You with that? Let's get it. All right, let's get it in. Okay, first off, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but Nia and Jordan fucking with that <laughs> Back up? to the point. Back Very to the gross. point. I don't even want to talk about the episode. I think we should just break down stroke by stroke how this happened. Um, no, I want to talk I'm about joking. how, why <laughs> in the hell they brought Beth back of all people, of okay. all the challengers. They're like, yes, because Beth. because she is so polarizing. She makes great TV. Let's rewind it back to the beginning. The house Come is on. chilling. The day off, the barbecuing, everything seems all good. Um, Brad is feeling some kind of way because he feels like MJ played his uh played his position in the vote. Which is what like, was well, Brad I, doing with that floaty? Like he was messing with that flamingo floaty. Like why are you know. doing I, that? Why is it giving you so much trouble? Deflate it. <laughs> call, call it a day. He's... <laughs> so we also see uh, Sylvia and Kayla plotting on the yoga bitches, and Kayla says what's been. Kayla says exactly what was on my mind, and that was, you know, hey, if these girls were smart. They would see that, you know, we got our whole alliance and our click right here. If they were smart, they would click up. And I never understood that. And that's something we've been seeing less and less as the challenge progresses. Usually, as the challenge has gone on, you know, you got Johnny's crew. I mean, all the way back to, like, when Kenny and Evan was there, whatever. You know, they had their whole crew. And in response, the rest of the house would click up and join together to be, and a lot of times that was like West on the other side of or anybody else. Or sometimes you had two or three crews that would form. A whole bunch of alliances would form. And you see that so much less nowadays, especially with big alliances. Uh, the Vet Alliance was, you know, when, when, when Tori and Corey and all of them was there, that was, that, that was a pretty big alliance. But you only see these small two, three, four people alliances. You don't see these big alliances growing in opposition to these big alliances coming up. And that's weird to me. And Kayla pointed that out. Well, it's, it is more of an old school thing. The newer school people, because it's individual game, I think they are just more focused on being an individual and forget, I think in the long run that having more numbers is valuable. I think that are also hurt feelings with game moves or because Kellyanne, I think, could possibly move into other alliances. I think Kendall has issues because for some reason, people have something up their butts about Kendall. And I don't know what it is that she has done to these people that nobody wants to work with her. Well, I think Sylvia said it best. Uh, You're strong and we're scared of you. So we're going to try to get rid of you. Yeah, but align yourself with that person first. 
She get has no rid alliance. of everybody. Get rid of everybody else, and then knock the other person out. Sylvia That's already has an alliance. Well, you so, want no? You want no? You want to knock Sylvia and Kayla out? They're they're younger. The thing is, is they they have a right. This is this is like the millennials versus like Gen Xers. So and even some boomers are in there. So let's just be honest with with um, Mark being involved in in that. So. They should understand that these younger people, the Jordans, the Kaylas, the Sylvias, the Nayas, these are the ones they want to get out because they're invading and they're about to take over the All-Stars game, which was supposed to be OGs. Well, Kayla, you know, at the end of the day, these people aren't OGs. I would count they, Kayla as an OG. She had a original real world season. Well, that's not what I mean. Like, but yeah, I, I get an, what you're saying. Like, like an OG is like, we're talking like, pre-challenge days where the games were actually difficult <laughs> you know wow. let's 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 be honest the, the the carnival games are not happening on the challenge anymore and you know yeah but, but there's a the, reason why the old school people don't really hang as well absolutely all right on to the daily tj announces that he's bringing in a replacement and it's beth lame so off, off top mj veronica and nehemiah are not really that excited. Kendall may, may be the only one kind of excited because she feels like, you know, she's coming to, like, help with the OGs and stuff. But, yeah, wasn't a huge fan of the move. Um, but Beth is divisive, and she's a shitster. She and, and it's funny because her and Veronica had this dual interview later on. And <laughs> basically, basically... Yeah, basically, Veronica called out about, like, yo, you just be doing shit for the cameras or whatever. And Beth very intelligently points out, like, yo, you was out there having threesomes in front of the camera and shit, too. So <laughs> you were doing shit for the camera, too. And I, I love that. They're both camera whores at the end of the day, <sighs> period, number one. Number two, the fact that they were supposed to do that dual interview, kind of like how Naya and Jordan did theirs, where it's like, hey, we can be friends now. But instead also, of, like, sucked. hey, we can be friends... They are literally fighting in the co- in, in the confessional where she's like, bitch, don't tell me that I wanted camera time because yeah. you wanted camera time, too. But that's but that's exactly why they're here. Same thing with like a Jemmy. You know, that's why they're here. They're here to stir up shit in the house, to keep stuff in the house moving, to progress storylines. That's why the I think ch- they brought her in, because they had to get rid of their two major commentary people, which are uh, Tina and Jemmy. Yeah, they, absolutely. They, they keep the, the show entertaining. So Tina, they have to pull. Yeah, T- Tina is a one-liner queen. Jemmy loves to talk about other people's businesses. So, <laughs> Beth, so yeah, that, that's exactly why Beth. And with them being gone, it's not like they brought in a huge competitive powerhouse. It's not like Rachel all of a sudden just popped up. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, but it wouldn't be great for commentary. No. At, at least on the female side. Because that's roughly maybe two of the best female uh, commentators that they're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they want to pull a different new schooler people. So that's why Beth was pulled. That's exactly why she was pulled instead of somebody else. So TJ breaks them up into teams of three. The name of the game is going to be called High Stakes. So the teams are MJ Jordan, Naya Durrell, Kendu, and Veronica. Uh, Another team is Kayla Westy and Maya Kellyanne, Brad Sylvia. And the last team is Derek, yes, Mark, Beth, Janae, and Ronnie. Now, normally, now at first, when I seen them put in in these teams of three, uh, I was just like, I was starting to size them up, like, oh, which one of these teams are going to be the strongest? Right. Come find out, 
that's not how this is going down. They're all versus <laughs> they each other. Them. They did. And I actually love that. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So they all got to line up. All the, and, and they got to compete against each other, walk out on the plank off the side of a building. It's, it's a super heights challenge. And they have to do a simple math equation. And whoever wins first gets to drop the other two in whatever order. So that was kind of cool. Now, this was good to look at because it has the heights and, and heights add fear, especially for the people who's afraid of heights. So we have some people freaking out. And of course, those drops do look absolutely terrifying. Can we talk about how Jordan was extra as fuck falling? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. That was but extra. Jordan has always been a lightweight. Jordan, see, and 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 we're going to talk about this later. Jordan is hyper aware of the cameras, way more than he was in Portland. He's been learning to manipulate them to a obscene degree, and Jordan is always at his worst when he stops because when he stops caring that the cameras are rolling. Like, remember right. Total Madness when it was like him versus Wes? And I'm sorry, was that Total Madness or was that the uh, one right it after? It was Total Madness. It was yeah. Total Madness. And they got into it. And that's because he didn't care about the cameras and stuff being there. But when he does, he acts a certain way. And we're going to get into that more. But he knew that when he was falling, he's like, oh, I'm going to put on a crazy face and do the most. I can't stand that guy. Anyway... The sabotage is going to be a one-minute penalty. Uh, Brad gets his to MJ, which doesn't excite MJ, and Kayla gives hers to Kendall, which makes sense. And Jaina gets really pissy about that. I Jaina love needs to chill. But th- they are making a conscious effort to, like, to show how she reacts to stuff happening to MJ. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. Probably yeah. because, listen, they're, good. they're playing up. And it it doesn't help that they're playing into it. That's the thing. You know, MJ and her are all over each other. If they were concerned about what other people were thinking, i.e. maybe their possible significant others. I don't know if MJ is married or if MJ has somebody at home. Uh, and maybe he's single and it's on her. And it's just crazy. Like, to imagine that they're like, meh. Yo, is MJ married? I don't know. I don't know either. Damn, man, should be messy. Uh, anyway, so a couple of great moments really stuck out to me uh, during this daily. First off, I did like the daily, even though I hate it when they have to just sit there and, and do math. Um, I loved how Sylvia was freaking out. Kellyanne was just like, you know, if you want to quit, just go ahead and quit. So I really love that interaction. Um, Darrell fucking freaks out in DQs. Beth, who's been here for 13 seconds, uh, freaks out. Uh, Brad dropped West first, and then um, the winners are end up going to be Brad, MJ, and Mark, and Veronica, Kayla, and Jane. But was there any moments that really stuck out to you? It's either you know something you love, something you hated, something that was hilarious. I mean, I really love Kayla just flipping every piece and just yelling check until she got that shit. Mm. Like that shit was fucking hilarious to me. Uh, what about for you? Any parts of that daily really stuck out? 
she's so irritating. I can't. Sorry, everything about Kayla irritates me. I, I, don't I literally, Kayla. I literally want to mute my screen. I want to cover my face. I she's hate looking at her. killing it on All Star so far. Because of the fact that she's from the newer challenges, so she's gonna be better at this stuff. But I just, oh, I can't stand her. Anyway, but this anyway, was math. Uh, this was math. It. She wasn't even doing math. She was like, let me flip this. Does this match? Let me flip this. Does this match? What? It she, was crazy. It was like guessing. But anyway, I, I think maybe the strategy was probably a good one. You know, it's one of them. As long as you're not a fast mather in the in that group, but fast I mather. Mean, yeah, wow. it's my it's my my phrase. I don't do math well either, so I would have been stuck up there for hours. I would have been. Yeah, stuck. me too. Um, but anyway, uh, I mean, it really wasn't an interesting challenge to me. I think it was boring. I just, uh, I mean, everybody was extra. Like, well, no, not everybody was extra. Only really was Jordan who was extra, and Naya was a bit extra when she got dropped too. Maybe that they're a couple made in heaven. <laughs> maybe that's why it makes sense but anyway yeah no i just there's just a lot of stupid it's, it's it's dumb they just wanted to freak people out with being high in the air i i'm sorry i want more I, I i've always been more of an aggressor i want more challenges that are more athletic that are more action and they're a little bit more nail biting not let's do math on a plank and hope we don't get dropped, you know, and that our bungee system will work and I won't die. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But I think with those things, like you can't have any kind of like real interaction. Like the whole action has to be in the drop. You know what I mean? Because some of those cords get tangled up or whatever. If there's any kind of pushing or shoving or something comes loose, it's way too big of a risk. And all you need to do is kill one challenger before this whole thing changes. I'm telling you, the day that a challenger dies during a challenge, will be the death of this thing. But moving on, uh, Brad and Kayla are going to be the winners. Uh, Darrell and Beth are going in because they were DQ'd right away. So they, we're going to see them in elimination. Back at the house, and I thought this was fucking hilarious. Beth was acting like she was about to invade the fucking treehouse, <laughs> going over beds and shit. Uh, that was fucking hilarious. Um, and then <laughs> Naya, Naya reiterates, you know, the same thing that Kendall said earlier. Like, hey, there's obviously a big alliance forming, and we need to start clicking up. What do you think is keeping these people that's not in the treehouse from clicking up? Like, what is fucking stopping them? How are these conversations not being have uh, not being taken place? I think a portion of it is that they just don't trust people. But I think I think there are alliances, but they're smaller. So, like, there's like little pocket alliances, like Nehemiah, Brad, Wes, and you know you know, kind of the, the smaller versions. Um, Jordan and Naya are, are together <laughs> in more ways than one, apparently. And, um, you know, MJ and, and her are all together. John A are together. And so Kendall and fucking Kellyanne. Now, mind you, why they can't become a power group is just because I think they just don't trust each other. And I think that's just kind of how it plays out. Mostly because Wes is connected to the other three. Kendall's connected to Kellyanne, so they don't, you know, John A. and MJ don't trust either of them. Yeah, and I, I think they're going to start really filling the flames in a little bit. So MJ's going to be in that elimination all the time if he does not pick up the pace. No, and I think the people who, who he consider his friends 
I think he needs to find maybe just a couple of more. He he's such a floater that he considered everybody friends, and it's really that's not really the case. But he's moving a on to guy, yeah, yeah, mid. But but he he had a couple of chips under his belt, so you know I give him his, I give him his respect. So back during club night, uh, Mark asked Darrell, you know who he wants. Um, now Mark wants either Wes or Jordan because Mark isn't a fucking idiot. If even though Wes is probably a little bit more beatable in the final, he's still no fucking slouch. And Jordan, if Jordan's in the final with you, you're probably not going to win. If like if, if Jordan Bananas or CT is with you in the final, just start preparing for second or third place. Or Wes. No, Wes can come in second. And and Wes is a little bit more beatable than those guys. But but like I said, Wes is no slouch. But I wouldn't say he's he's pretty much an automatic. I mean, when the last time you seen Jordan Bananas or or uh CT come in anywhere but first since they've been in the final? Don't even bother. It's been a while. Uh, uh Wes coming have, in second. We gotta have uh and Tyler War of the Worlds too. Numbers. Yeah, but I'm I'm I mean just not even recent memory. Um, so Beth approaches Veronica and they talk about the past. This whole fucking shit was awkward. It was awkward from jump. And it was. It was was entertaining. But, you know, it's funny because a lot of times you see these things and you think they're like, okay, they're going to get together, they're going to talk, and then, you know, come to some type of resolution. And no resolution was gained. It was fucking awkward. And then they were just like, yeah, well, fucking whatever. You could see it in their faces. Like, what the fuck did I even do this for? This is like a waste of fucking time. Yeah. We get it. They don't like each other and they're probably not going to. It was whole thing was awkward. It's just you look at it, you go, "Wow, I guess there's absolutely no growth in this one." <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> no growth and forgiveness uh, this time around. It was such an awkward thing, and then they had the whole little dual interview. And Veronica actually hopped on Twitter and was just like, "They cut so much good shit for that interview." Like, I would love to see that sometime. And and really, all reality, with all of the challenge content that people want. I don't see why all of this stuff isn't readily available. I know a lot of times, you know, just, just for content purposes, throw this on your Instagram, throw this on your TikTok. People would love to see this shit. And they would gobble up all of these fucking interactions. Oh, yeah. And um, so Veronica comes in and says, like, Beth doesn't really care. She doesn't care who she goes against or whatever, da 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 So, you know, that's going to be pretty much a death sentence for Kendall Kellyanne. And then right before we get to deliberation, we have probably the worst thing to ever happen on this show. That's Jordan and I are fucking. And I think we kind of covered that mostly for today. I don't think we really need to rehash it again now. What about you? Wait, Naya and Jordan hooked up? Yeah, it was was gross. Did you see that movie Zola? No. So so, So they made a movie out of Zola. And I remember it because I remember when the Twitter thread came out. So, you know, basically the strippers was like, yo, let me tell you how me and this bitch fell out. And it was like a 200 person, it was like a 200 post tweet about this crazy fucking, you know, uh, road trip she took with this other stripper girl and this whoring and people shooting at each other, all kind of crazy shit. And they made it into a movie and it was fucking hilarious. And one of the things they said a couple of times was like, yeah, they fucked. It was gross. And that's, <laughs> that's how I feel. About this. They fucked. It was gross. And I'm ready to move on with my life. Hopefully they won't fuck for the rest of the season and this whole thing can be saved. 
Well, uh, hopefully they just won't show it. I'm pretty sure they're going to continue. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they went home after his victory and knocked one out. (laughs) Listen, I'm writing a letter to Paramount. We don't want to see this shit. They're celebrating him returning home. It's, what are they celebrating? Fucking Juneteenth? Fuck out of here. It's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> even worse. Even worse. That shit, was, that shit was filmed during Black History Month. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I hate everything about this hookup. I fucking hate it. All right. I'm sorry. We need to move forward. We're gonna, we can't. It's this is like the right. whole Josh trying to fuck Amanda thing all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. We're driving it too deep into the ground. <laughs> anyway, move on to right. the delimination. All right, to to deliberation. All right, Brad wants to separate logic from emotion. I'm glad Brad said that because Brad is known for separating logic and emotion. Um, Mark wants Mark wants to throw in Jordan. Uh, MJ wants to throw in Wes or Brad. Um, and Wes or they, Jordan, not Brad. Sorry, what you say? You said Brad. Uh, no, I'm saying, I'm saying MJ. MJ wants Wes, and Brad wants to save him. That's what I meant to say. Oh yeah, I thought you said wait. He can't send in Brad. Brad's yeah, in the Brad's fucking. In the, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Kayla and Veronica both want Wes and Jordan, and Kayla brings up uh Kendu and MJ and Johnny. Of course, are going to agree. Um. If you were placed in this authority, who do you think should be the male vote? I mean, because we, we already see who's in it. So we already know the female vote is always going to be Kendall or Kellyanne. But most of the names being thrown out for voting right now for the males is Jordan and Wes. Who do you Personally, feel? Personally, I would go with Jordan. I mean, personally, because I think the... M- it's the law of like averages. If you not if you put that person in elimination enough, he will eventually go home. So I mean, but we've seen Jordan run through three or four people before that happening. And and hey, and that winning. means you're getting win. You're getting rid of stronger competitors, right? So might as well, you know, push forward because you think that them putting him against Darrell would be a bad thing if he sent Darrell home? No, because Darrell is still a strong competitor. I'm glad you said that. You said it best. You were right on the money with that one. Maybe not as strong as he used to be. The correct choice was Darrell. Because the question isn't so much of keep throwing Jordan into elimination. Who the fuck is going to take him out? Darrell is one of your best chances. A Darrell, a Derek, maybe a Mark, considering, um, you know, depending on what the on what it's going to be. Because your size. Exactly. But Darrell was the right choice overall. I mean, I'm sorry, Jordan was the right choice because Darrell is no slouch. So if you're going to try to get him taken out, you don't want to keep throwing him in and dirtying up your name and he's going to come back and fuck your world up. So at the and end of it... he loves doing that. These are facts. So Jordan is voted in and uh, I love the fact that we could see West campaigning for this. And everything, everything is coming up west, and I love to see it. And Kendu <laughs> is going in. No. Now, the only thing that really happened in between then is, you know, Naya talk about how she's emotionally invested in Jordan. And uh, I kind of want to dig into that. What do you think she means by that? That she's emotionally invested in him? Listen. Do you think, like, emotionally invested, like, 
they've been fucking and she's been going on a PR tour to help clear his name because <laughs> she's now sucking his dick. I if, think that we should move on from well, this well, portion well, of the conversation. It's not so much of the gross shit between what happened between those those two, you know, uh, uh, people, but kind of the statement. Naya said, I'm emotionally invested in him. I want to make him proud. Oh my God, that shit's just fucking nauseating. <laughs> I mean... I mean, is it because of this whole growth thing and this whole journey that, that, that they've been on? Is Jordan is an extremely strong competitor. Jordan's respect, it might be coveted by some of these people because he is a three-time winner, which is rare. He has won a shit ton of money. He's uber competitive. He wins a lot in dailies and eliminations. So maybe she just wants to be more like him and be respected. If you are in his good graces, the less you have to deal with the gross Jordan, which most women don't give a, like most stronger women don't give a fuck about because they're like, whatever, you're not going to lower me to your level. But, you know, going to bed with somebody does cause feelings to erupt no matter how big or how small. I don't know. I don't know. Just all feels wrong. And I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. I'm, I'm I'm giving it to he's a really strong competitor and she wants to be respected like he is as a competitor. Maybe not as a human and maybe not as a person, but every but not a single person in this challenge world will ever look at him and say, You're a terrible challenger. You may be a shitty person, but you are an amazing competitor. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just not feeling that I guess I'm just not fully understanding of why you know, it's so important to her to make him proud. And the whole thing is just weird. I think but, she's the only one that knows that, you know? Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the elimination. This elimination is going to be called Steamroller. And so each each challenger is going to be placed in a steel barrel, and they have to move it into their zone on either side. So it's going to be, so the ladies are first. It's going to be Beth versus Kendall. And very early on, you can tell that a person's weight is going to be a huge advantage. Now, Kendall fought her little fucking heart out. And she, and even in her small stature, she is thoroughly feared by the females throughout the house because she can hold her own with the best of them. But no, well, but she, even though she, she almost won, it looked like yeah, she was close. And she was very close. She very just lost close. momentum. And it, what it seemed like is she figured out very early and she got very close, and then Beth kind of figured out how to use her, how to use it to her advantage. And once she figured it out, she slowly eked out the win from from Kendall. And it was just so fucking, it, it was so heartbreaking because Kendall Kendall losing, she usually loses because you know some bullshit with her partner, or you know some other shit, and this is her just outright losing. And it really kind of sucked. And for a minute there, I thought she was going to spaz out on her way out. She like, looked I, like she was going I to. I thought she was going to, like, freak out. And, but also, I, I, as much as I love Kendall and as much as it was hard seeing that, she also put herself in this position by alienating 
large part of the house by pretty much attacking somebody that she seemed aligned with. And even though I don't think there was any malice behind it, it showed really bad gameplay. And it makes people not want to trust you in this game. Poor judgment. And that's kind of what happened. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Really, really sucks. How do you feel? Seeing Kendall go out like this. I think she feels betrayed. I think she feels frustrated. Um, but the thing is, is it wasn't a fair fight. You're she's so much smaller than Beth in a very physical elimination. There was just not. I just didn't see that if she didn't get it. If she didn't start it from the jump, which she did but she just couldn't cross the finish line. Um, is she should have just kept pushing. And then she could have when one Beth out if she, cause she uses her intelligence. She figured it out before Beth did. Right. So it, it's just unfortunate that she wasn't able to, you know, pull that win off. I really wanted it for her. I, she has been working so hard these last few seasons. And I just feel like nobody really appreciates Kendall. Like in that I, house, I feel like I feel like the past couple of seasons she has established herself as dominating uh, enough to the point where everybody is just like, even check this out. John A won the whole thing, but this and I said this many times before: winning dailies is so important because it keeps you out of eliminations less. And John A has been winning eliminations. Enough to the point or so dailies. far. Uh, dailies, yes. Enough to the point so far. Kendall has been so dominating that people aren't even focused on Johnny. They would rather they're like, let's take out Kellyanne, let's take out Kendall. That all reality, there nobody is even scared of Johnny at this point. Even though Johnny has proven, Johnny herself has been pretty great in, during these All Star seasons. I think that most people look at Johnny and say, "I can beat her." But that's also because historically, she's been a weak competitor. Yeah. Historically. And I kind of love the fact that in this second act, she's kind of finding her own and kind of, you know, and kind of getting the respect that wasn't given to her her first time on the challenge. I mean, yeah, but... but go ahead, get it out. No, it's just, it's, it, it is what it is. The the people that I want winning are losing, and the people who are winning yeah. are the ones that I don't want to win, and it's really aggravating. But Absolutely, I can feel that's it. a part of a competitive game. You know, you win some, you lose some. Sometimes your favorites go out way too early. In my opinion, way too early for Kendall. Absolutely. So for the male side for elimination, we're gonna have Darrell versus Jordan. And of course, Derek is here. You know, he he's talking about how this is a, you know, a major heavyweight fight, and he's one hundred percent right. This is older legend versus a more recent legend, Jordan. And um, because of the size and everything, you know, I really had Darrell favorited to win this. 
But I already know Jordan, as great as he is, one of one of the things you can put on his resume that he is an elimination specialist. He doesn't lose a lot. And a lot of times there are real great reasons why. I mean, off the top of my head, you, I mean, I could really only think of, you know, Bessie and Bananas really beating him out like that. And I think there's like one more thrown in there somewhere, but he wins these things. He uh, knows how to, he's a, he's a very good competitor. And it, there's some things that he shouldn't be able to win and he excels. And it's just like, what even happened here? <laughs> how did this right. happen? So this whole thing starts off and, you know, Darrell, he has a size on him. He gets it all the way to the very edge, like probably just needs like another like six inches to a foot to get this whole thing won. And then we see Jordan's, um, you know, gamesmanship come out. You know, he just starts talking to him and just stalls him out. And they pray, they stay pretty stalled out for, I think, over an hour. And talking then, about fucking cookies. How many yeah, cookies oh yeah. did you eat yesterday? Three? I mean, Man, I should have gotten a cookie yesterday. <laughs> I mean, his, his really? whole thing is he's looking at imminent death, uh, you know, in this elimination. At any time not spent losing, you know, he's kind of winning. So I, I thought that was a really smart way to play it. And then Darrell's old grandfather legs just give out. He has to jump out of the steamroller. And Jordan goes on and coasts on to win. It really, really hurt to see. And it really sucks. It looks like he was in a lot of pain, too. So most likely he has some type of, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking probably a little bit more than a muscle cramp. It doesn't look like anything is torn, but it looks like he just overexerted that mus those muscle groups and he just had to jump out. I don't when really your consider body gives up on you like and, you know, there's not a lot you can do about it. Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you consider did you consider that as Darrell quitting? No. Because he was locked, like he he wasn't going to be able to go further. He needed medical attention because he could have seriously hurt himself. Because I've seen some people just like, "Oh, Darrell quit," da, 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 da. and I'm just like, "No, it doesn't seem like it." Just like he, you know, he was looking to avoid injury. But also, the the, the thing about it that sucks is one, fucking love Darrell. Darrell's an absolute legend. Hated seeing him lose to Jordan. You don't um, go to the hospital. For just quitting. Yeah, he would have no, just he would have tried to walk it off and he would limp around, but he went to no, the fucking I, hospital. Guys. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I, I don't buy the whole quitting thing. Um and I was I was fine with that. But even worse, one, this is campus crawl getting getting blown out all in this in the same episode, which sucks. Cause well, Darrell and Kendall. Well, if you look at let's look at Jordan, if it was a real world versus road world. If road rules were still around, I could see Jordan being more of a road ruler than a real worlder. Yeah, absolutely. But um, those two going out like directly after each other really, really sucks. Kendall and, and um, Darrell. Yeah. Also, and, and the funny thing with Darrell is Darrell has you know he lost the first um the first two seasons in the finals. And we didn't see him get a whole bunch of camera time this season. It almost seems like it was kind of a waste. You know, we didn't get a whole lot of Darrell. Not as much as we probably should have for him to be the level, the caliber of competitor that he is. So He really flew under the radar this season. Like, 
right extraordinarily I, I, under the radar so i don't think so much as that he was being boring i think he was trying to play that ct role a little bit but the elder CT statesman being a, yeah ct playing the elder statesman role um you know on the regular season i don't think that really applies much to this season because almost everybody else is kind of playing the same role so i think that that's why Darrell didn't really stand out much you know this episode yeah, I well, I think Darrell's just been hoping to slide by. I think he was, I mean, he should have just stood on that platform and and dropped. And just, he wouldn't have ended up in elimination if he had just. Yeah, I think, I, I think so too. Um, That's what kind I, of boggles me because he... Oh, and I get that the fear of heights and we, and he talked about the beginning. That's how you knew that this was going to be a height challenge because yeah. what did they do? Yeah. They preference the challenge to a God, I can't get over my fear of heights. I need to see a hypnosisist to try yeah, and get exactly. this taken care of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Oh yeah, we, we see how this is going, but um, it, it, it's, it sucks to see him drop out like that. And, it sucks that he didn't get the camera time. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about how many more seasons he's going to have left in him. I mean, he's it, still very healthy. I mean, look at Mark. Mark's still doing him. And Mark's like, what, 10 he, years older than Darrell? He's, he's still a beast. But Darrell got to start winning himself just a bit more dailies. Because, you know, he said earlier that, that, that you know, you, you got to get yourself into the 30 at some point. Yeah, you got to make enemies there, but you're also safe there. So True. As much well, as you don't want to vote people in, you just got to... Yes, it's the name it, of the game. Better so, them than me. <laughs> any day of the week. So, a lot of ups and downs this episode. Got to see some action. Got a pretty decent elimination. How would, you know, on, on a scale of one to ten, how, how would you rank this episode? The fourth episode of the Challenge All-Stars season. On a scale of one to ten, I'd probably on give it... On a scale of one to ten. I'd give it like a five. It's mid-tier. It had a decent elimination. But overall, wasn't like something that's going to be mind blowing for me. That daily really knocked it down a couple of pegs. Maybe I'll give it a six because you know Naya and Jordan hooking up really kind of emphasized the drama that of this episode with you. Apparently, oh, well, you so, so you talking that... about this makes this episode more interesting than <sighs> me actually watching the episode. Let's be honest. Well, for me, this episode is is a fucking zero. You got Campus Crawl out, <laughs> Darrell and Kendall, some of my favorites, fucking zero. You got Naya and Jordan fucking, which is like the grossest thing I've ever seen, like in fucking forever. You talking uh, about it just makes me laugh because you're so gross. You're so like grossed out by it. It's actually I'm hilarious. so grossed out. Ugh. Uh, yeah, zero. Fucking zero. This is the worst episode in challenge history. Here I thought you were gonna say it was more, like I was I was giving it too low of a score. Okay. No, no, no. Um, trying to think of worse episodes. I I remember like a couple of episodes during like the Dirty Thirty vendettas and shit that we had whole episodes that didn't have any like challenges in it and no eliminations. Those were better. The Those Redemption better. House uh, daily elimination. <laughs> God, man, I give my left fucking nut for one of those seasons right now. Um, oh, what? Yeah. Oh my God, another dirty thirty would be awesome. Another dirty thirty would be. I think you could bring. I could. I think it's time to almost bring that back. But they're doing the best friend train thing going now. Which people have been people. 
people have asked for this. They're going to fucking hate this next season of Challenge 38. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, zero. Fucking zero. This is the worst. Big fat goose egg. Could we do less than zero? Negative. Like negative point oh two. No. Negative five. Neg negative two point seven. <laughs> two point seven. Because I feel like it would need just a, a little bit more drama before we brought it to zero. This episode was the fucking worst. In fact, this is this episode was. I don't ever want to talk about this shit. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not. Let's I'm not hope even gonna them... edit. Like I'm not even gonna edit this fucking episode. I'm just going to. Just gonna upload it as is, just so we can get through. Oh, it's gonna get ugly. It it is fucking ugly. In fact, I'm I'm ready to end this episode. Done. I'm done. Anything to say to our fans <laughs> before we get out of here? No, I just want to oh. tell them I love them and for thanks for hanging with us. Yes. Uh. Also, before I get out of here, I want to give a big shout out to Game Rev. That's the homie right there. And a big shout out to Chico Spares. Uh, Chico's been with us since the very fucking beginning. And if you're listening to this, just wanted to give a big shout out. Uh, uh, he reached out to me on Instagram, said what's up. So I just want to give you a big shout out, let you know we love you. Thank you all so much for listening. Oh, I talk to him all the time. He's oh, awesome. Yeah. Nah, Chico's a shit. Uh, all right. Hey, I'm going to close... Ah, I'm going <laughs> to close this out. All right. Uh, thank you guys all for watching. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Cop all of your official... Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear, blankets, accessories, stickers, magnets, face masks, whatever you want. Get all of that at shopthechallenge.com and make sure you listen to Love War Challenges podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Now, what, what, did, what did bananas always have a tough time doing this outro? Because he was bananas and everything was just shitty for him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bananas, if you out there listening, we need you to come holler at us. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. We are fucking out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And once again, I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. You've been listening to Love War Challenges podcast. Good night.